you teach me and I teach you Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Wow. Thank you for that song, Miles. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Read Along with Miles. Today, we are reading with... Mama. Mama and who? Ninja White. Ninja White. Miles is playing with some metal ninja toys that his cousin got him. Are we going to play with that while I read you this story? Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, today we have a special book, and it is a special request from some friends in Australia, and they sent us a very sweet message. Should we take a listen? If I couldn't get the gator, that means yes. Okay, let's take a listen. Hello, Miles. Hello. This is Joshua and Samuel and Toby from Australia. Toby is a baby and he's about one. And we would like to request a very special book. Joshua, do you want to tell Miles what you would like to hear? We want to hear You Are Special by Max Lacado. You Are Special by Max Lacado. It's one of Joshua's favourite books. We would love to hear that story, Miles. Thank you so much for reading our stories. We love listening to them in the car and at home and sometimes when we go to sleep. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much to Joshua, Samuel, and Toby and their dad for sending us a message. We would love to read You Are Special by Max Licato for you. And we were able to get it from our local library. Let's blast into the store. You Are Special by Max Licato. Illustrations by Sergio Martinez. The Wemmicks were small wooden people. All of the wooden people were carved by a woodworker named Eli. His workshop sat on a hill overlooking their village. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, others had large eyes. Some were tall and others were short. Some wore hats, others wore coats. But all were made by the same carver and all lived in the village. And all day, every day, the Wemmicks did the same thing. They gave each other stickers. Each Wemmick had a box of golden star stickers and a box of gray dot stickers. Up and down the streets all over the city, people spent their days sticking stars or dots on one another. The pretty ones, those with smooth wood and fine paint, always got stars. But if the wood was rough or the paint chipped, the Wemmicks gave dots. The talented ones got stars too. Some could lift big sticks high above their heads or jump over tall boxes. Still, others knew big words or could sing pretty songs. Everyone gave them stars. Some Wemmicks had stars all over them. Every time they got a star, it made them feel so good. It made them want to do something else and get another star. Others, though, could do little. They got dots. Punchinello was one of these. He tried to jump high like the others, but he always fell. And when he fell, the others would gather around and give him dots. Sometimes when he fell, his wood got scratched, so the people would give him more dots. Then, 
when he would try to explain why he fell, he would say something silly, and the Wemmicks would give him more dots. Hmm. What do you think about that, Miles? Silly's funny. Huh? Silly's funny. Silly is funny. Do you think that feels good? No. No, I don't think that's, that's very kind, but let's keep reading. After a while, he had so many dots that he didn't want to go outside. He was afraid he would do something dumb, such as forget his hat or step in the water, and then people would give him another dot. In fact, he had so many gray dots that some people would come up and give him one for no reason at all. Oh, poor Punchinello. He deserves lots of dots, the wooden people would agree with one another. He's not a good wooden person. After a while, Punchinello believed them. I'm not a good Wemmick, he would say. The few times he went outside, he hung around other Wemmicks who had a lot of dots. He felt better around them. One day, he met a Wemmick who was unlike any he'd ever met. She had no dots or stars. She was just wooden. Her name was Lucia. It wasn't that people didn't try to give her stickers. It's just that the stickers didn't stick. Some of the Wemmicks admired Lucia for having no dots, so they would run up and give her a star, but it would fall off. Others would look down on her for having no stars, so they would give her a dot, but it wouldn't stay either. That's the way I want to be, thought Punchinello. I don't want anyone's marks. So he asked the stickerless Wemmick how she did it. It's easy, Lucia replied. Every day I go see Eli. Eli? Yes, Eli, the woodcarver. I sit in the workshop with him. Why? Why don't you go find out for yourself? Go up the hill. He's there. And with that, the Wemmick, who had no stickers, turned and skipped away. But will he want to see me? Punchinello cried out. Lucia didn't hear. So Punchinello went home. He sat near a window and watched the wooden people as they scurried around, giving each other stars and dots. It's not right, he muttered to himself, and he decided to go see Eli. He walked up the narrow path to the top of the hill and stepped into the big shop. His wooden eyes widened at the size of everything. The stool was as tall as he was. He had to stretch on his tiptoes to see the top of the workbench. A hammer was as long as his arm. Punchinello swallowed hard. I'm not staying here, and he turned to leave. Then he heard his name. Punchinello? The voice was deep and strong. Punchinello stopped. Punchinello, how good to see you. Come and let me have a look at you. Punchinello turned slowly and looked at the large bearded craftsman. You know my name? The little Wemmick asked. Of course I do. I made you. Eli stooped down and picked him up and set him on the bench. Hmm, the maker spoke thoughtfully as he looked at the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I really tried hard. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and you shouldn't either. Who are they to give stars or dots? They're Wemmicks, just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello. All that matters is what I think, and I think you are pretty special. What do you think about that, Miles? Um, nice. Nice, yeah, that's very kind. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? 
Why? I can't walk fast. I can't jump. My paint is peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli looked at Punchinello, put his hands on those small wooden shoulders, and spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello had never had anyone look at him like this, much less his maker. He didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you'd come, Eli explained. I came because I met someone who had no marks, said Punchinello. I know, she told me about you. Why don't the stickers stay on her? The maker spoke softly. Because she has decided that what I think is more important than what they think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. I'm not sure I understand. Eli smiled. You will, but it will take some time. You've got a lot of marks. For now, just come to see me every day and let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinello off the bench and set him on the ground. Remember, Eli said as the Wemmick walked out the door, you are special because I made you and I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop, but in his heart he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a dot fell to the ground. The end. What did you think about that story, Miles? Not nice. What wasn't nice about it? The gray dots part. Yeah, do you think it was kind that people were giving Punchinello marks every time he did something that they didn't think was good? No, I didn't. I don't know if that's right. Yeah, I don't think that. That doesn't feel right to me either. But I think the moral of this story is to not care what other people think about you. Do you think it was kind that Punchinello had someone that loved him no matter what? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was kind too. Do you know who loves you no matter what, Miles? You guys. Yeah, Mama and Papa. We love you no matter what. And I hope our listeners know that they are very loved and that they have someone in their lives that loves them no matter what. Sounds good? Yes. Good night. Good night. We have lots of listeners who listen to this story right before bed. So if you're listening to this as a bedtime story, we hope you have a wonderful good night's sleep and sweet dreams. All right. We'll see you on the next one.